Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. My guest in today's episode is someone that I was so excited to have on the show. She's inspired me so much in my personal journey and I wanted to invite her on to share her wisdom with you guys. Roxy Nafusi over the past few years has been on her own journey of manifestation to dig deeper to find out her deepest desires. Here's her version of beauty. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome, um, Roxy Nafusi, to the Scenes of Beauty podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. I've been so excited to oh. have you on. Oh. Um, I followed you for a long time now, and I have done your journal and your. I've read your manifest book, and it's honestly changed my life. And I know it's changed a lot of my friends' lives, and I'm hoping it will change kind of some of the listeners' lives as well. Um, oh. And I've actually learned so much from you and your Aww. journey and following you. So I just wanted to say thanks first Thank of all. Thank you so much. It's so nice um, to hear. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just wanted to give the listeners, share a little bit about you, your background, your journey so far. Yeah, of course. So um, basically I spent my 20s um in a kind of very hedonistic party lifestyle mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a job. I was really addicted to cocaine and booze and I was smoking 20 to 40 cigarettes a day. And mm-hmm. I was kind of trying to be an influencer, but I hated having my picture taken because I was so self-conscious. So that obviously never took off. I tried being a stylist. That didn't take <laughs> off. I kept like trying things and nothing ever kind of worked. Yeah. Um, and I was just really, really miserable. And um, I had been suffering from depression for years and I, I just thought that that's who I was. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, I had a toxic relationship, well, I had a few, but um, I had one in particular between the ages of, say, t- I think, 24 to 27, um, where I couldn't even tell you what I did with my life in those years, but they, that person would often tell me I was 
like in a fight would say oh you're such a miserable woman and I remember thinking that was just who I was I really thought I was just miserable yeah and then um I discovered manifesting and not just you know and and really manifesting not as visualization but as a self-development practice and I kind of made a vow to myself to change my life and become the best version of myself and um, I did do just that and and within that journey of me healing myself I also found um, you know my purpose which is also to help others on their journeys and I think I've always known and strangely enough every kind of psychic or um, monk or healer I've ever spoken to or intuitive has always told me I'm here to help others and mm-hmm. to lead others into their own journey of empowerment. Yeah. Um, so I think I've always known that that was what I wanted to do in, on some level. And uh, yeah, but I didn't know, like I think with a lot of us nowadays is we don't know that we can make something we enjoy into a career. Um, but I did and I started it from an from literally an Instagram Agni Aunt Sunday series. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned that into workshops and working with one-to-one clients. And now um, I have a book called Manifest, Some Steps to Living Your Best Life, yeah. a journal, um, mantra cards, which will be out by the time this is out. Um, yeah, they're going to be so cool. And yeah, so that's me. It's, it, it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, Scenes of Beauty is really about, I really want to help people find their identity and, mm. and figure that out. And so it's interesting what you say about being in your 20s and this. I think a lot of us experience it in our 20s of feeling pressure overwhelmed mm. we've got to figure out a career we've just come out of uni so we've got no yeah, money yeah. and and it's what would you say to someone or maybe your younger self or people listening who are in the same situation of fuck yeah, I, yeah. i'm drowning here yeah. i'm seeing everybody's great life on social media yeah, yeah. and we'll talk about social media in a little bit but how what would you say to yourself looking back five seven years i uh, yeah i mean by the way, yes, I would say, firstly, my 20s sucked. And I think your 20s can suck because yes, they're, hard. they're so confusing. And yeah, I do think that everybody is at very different stages. Yeah. And so it's really easy to look at other people, especially who have maybe you've got a friend who's suddenly doing really well in their careers. Yeah. Um, and then you feel so behind. And I think yeah. there's such disparity in your 20s where you are, where your friends might be and where you think you should be. Yeah. And it can feel really confusing. And I think, I don't know, I just wish I had kind of told myself that everything was going to work out and yeah. that I was enough as I was and yeah. that I didn't need to be accepted by the cool girls or any of that to be cool myself like not you know just that I could just appreciate myself as I was and not be desperately trying to be validated by other people and how how were you when you were younger in terms of you know I know you had this party phase but in terms of personality and I'm coming from a place because when I was younger I felt like I felt different to my friends and I thought Mm. different and I was a bit more interested in being in tune with myself and I wanted something different I mean Mm. I'm from a small town in the north but did you ever experience anything like that Mm. I mean definitely I think I mean firstly I was Iraqi growing up in Oxford and and I definitely felt different in that sense and I you know having 
even being like curvier at school, you know, I was, it didn't have the like typical, you know, boyish figure. Um, I wasn't blonde. I wasn't light skinned, you know, so I felt very different from that kind of angle. But also, yeah, I was always, um, I've always been interested in people and the mind and self-development. And I've always felt, you know, like I had an old soul, but I was really felt, that made me feel shit because I felt like I wasn't one of the like fun, carefree, you know, could just be really, I don't know, easygoing and chill. And I felt like I didn't have those personality traits that made a girl attractive and likable and lovable. I felt like maybe I was too boring or, you know, so maybe in, maybe in, in thinking about it, that's probably why I turned to drugs and drink because I thought it would give me more of that. Yeah. Where do you think that, insecurity and I guess finding yourself at that age Mm. is is a part of what every girl goes through Mm. but where do you think that sense of needing to be more or better or different comes Mm. from is that an inner insecurity or is that a outside pressure a mixture of Mm. both I mean I don't I think generally if you look at children we're definitely we're born confident like we're born with full of self-love um, I think it's a combination of, you know, if we were brought into an environment, a lot of us can think of our childhood and think, well, you know, I, I had a roof over my head, my parents together, my childhood wasn't traumatic. But we forget that actually any time that a child feels unsafe in their environment, emotionally they don't have space to feel held, they don't feel worthy enough, it really impacts our self-esteem. And so I think it's a mixture of, you know, our relationship to our parents I don't think it just it does have a profound impact on who we become um like how safe our home environment was and then friendship groups peers teachers media magazines tv shows you know we all we, we get obsessed with these tv shows which also you know if you think about I don't know when we would watch programs like Whatever, the OC or Sabrina the Teenage Witch or whatever. Do you what know what I mean? The one that Lauren Con- uh, is it Lauren? Uh, Lauren um, oh, um, Conrad. The Hills. The Hills. Oh, my God, you I know, love the Hills. But we're always, there's definitely, we're always being fed yeah. what kind of woman we should be yeah. and what makes a woman popular, lovable, likable. Yeah. And so if we don't match that, then, of course, we're going to feel less than. And so with that, do you think there sits a responsibility with you know you write for publications Mm -hmm. and media outlets um and you're very kind of in the beauty space um as am I so do you think from a brand perspective or from a media perspective it's some of that responsibility sits with those outlets that what they put out there does actually affect people's lives Mm. I mean look I can't speak for the magazines because I I don't work for them um so but I think there there's already an awareness and there is a shift in the language they're using I think huge shift I mean remember when we were a younger and it was like heat magazine and the circle of shame was it that wasn't it and they would shame women's bodies if they were seen with cellulite like i don't think that would happen now there's definitely been a shift although it's we've still got a way to go the kind of media that we were seeing i don't know certainly when i was growing up in you know the early 2000s late 90s is so different to what you see now it's still like i said there's still 
some out there but I think there's definitely a shift um and the kind of you know magazines are more interested in writing about self-development and self-help now which is amazing yeah yeah I agree but I um yeah I'm the same I grew up um kind of same era and just remember being on the shelves like either stick thin models yeah or yeah kind of fat shaming yeah and yeah totally horrendous yes yeah. um and like fad diets and clubs yeah, yeah. And it was always like horrendous. tips on how to be skinnier like, yeah, yeah yeah just horrendous so yeah i do think there's been a massive shift um obviously a huge part of that has been social media and people yeah. coming out on social media and there are some incredible accounts. Mm. Um, I've had some people on the podcast actually about body confidence and mm. owning who you are. And again, going back to that identity, but owning your own body and being proud of it, which yeah, I yeah. think is something that doesn't come natural to a lot of us. But mm. I kind of love what you say about social media in that you can mm. kind of manipulate your own following mm. and followers to a space that is comfortable for you and empowers you i think a lot of the time we go on and we end up scrolling for hours and hours um and i don't think you know I'm, this show is absolutely not about cancel culture but it's there and pictures are edited and they're airbrushed mm. but actually if you manipulate your own account you mm. see a completely different side of social media mm. so do you want to talk a bit about that because i got i've got that from yeah, you yeah <laughs> and i've changed my whole my whole relationship with social Amazing. media because of that um yeah so I think it's you know social media is a really huge part of our lives and I love social media I mean I'm obsessed with Instagram I love using it I love connecting but we um you know it can also be a place where and I say in the book it's um it's a playground for envy to exist and I think that we have to be very careful about how we curate our feeds because our feeds are something that is literally constantly putting in subconsciously messages into our minds it's telling us what's good what's um hot right now you know what other people are doing and it's giving us this constant opportunity to compare ourselves Mm -hmm. um and so it's really important that actually we start to become really self-aware when we're on instagram and seeing what kind of content is triggering your self-worth or is triggering you to feel less than or is triggering for you to feel envy and being able to go do you know what maybe this is an account that I'm just going to mute even if it's a friend you know I don't think there's any harm in just muting an account that actually right now isn't making you feel good maybe even later date when you've built some confidence you've built some self-love you might be able to see those accounts without feeling triggered if it's your friend let's say Um, but I think choosing instead to follow people who offer uplifting empowering messages is so important and when we spend so much of our time on social media it is integral that we choose what information we're allowing ourselves to see day in day out yeah yeah I completely agree and I think where we do kind of just autopilot to social media Mm. it's super important to check in yeah Um, and I know we'll talk about checking in like in a little bit but um it's amazing that we don't and a lot of us don't have self-awareness unless we consciously make an effort to do it and take time out of our day yeah and so yeah I um I think it's important to be to just switch off a minute and Mm. figure out who you are where you are right now and where you want to go and then how you put those steps in I do insight timer for example every Mm. single night and then every morning 
it gives me a quote and it just it's those little things and that to me is a check-in every mm. day to what that um yeah kind of the journey that I'm on do you do anything like that do you I know you listen to do you listen to a meditation or something yeah before bed I always fall asleep to either affirmations or a manifestation meditation or self-love yeah. meditation just to fall asleep to just yeah. because I just want to get good vibes into my yeah. subconscious. I think it's really hard also um, if you kind of, if your mindset defaults to a negative, and I think a lot mm. of us do this. Mm. So it's really important to try and switch that to a positive. Mm. How, what kind of advice or how do you shift that mindset? Mm. So for sure, I mean, even I, I was someone that I would describe, I would have described as a very negative person. Yeah. Whereas now... Like, I'm a very positive person, I yeah, think people yeah, yeah. can tell. Yeah. Um, and I retrained my brain, and, and we all have the power to do that because we have something called neuroplasticity, which, are, which is our brain's ability to form new pathways yeah. um, through repetition. And so things like listening to affirmations, um, meditating, practicing gratitude, all these um, really simple practices that you can do day to day, just being aware of your thoughts, catching them, choosing new perspectives, repeating mantras, yeah. all these things done every day and consistently really can train yourself. You can train yourself to think more positively yeah. um, automatically. It doesn't become an effort. But at the beginning, it does require kind of conscious effort yeah. and consistency. Um, you know, for me, when I started on my self-development journey I like brainwashed myself with information yeah. I really just would immerse myself in reading and books yeah. and um, podcasts and YouTube videos yeah. and documentaries and you know that really helped me because I think if I don't dipped in and out I don't know if I would have really felt that shift yeah. but I was just like I'm going to change my life I'm going to go all in and you you know you soak up whenever you watch listen to a podcast or you watch something yeah. there'll be like one or two nuggets of advice that really shift something for you yeah. that you're like a penny just drops and something can change forever from that yeah. so the more you listen to the more you read um the more empowered you'll be yeah and it's interesting because it is i mean i'm quite at the beginning of my journey of this self-love i've been into kind of mindfulness for a while but this self-love self-compassion thing is something that I'm starting and it doesn't come natural to a lot of people. And so it is that immersing yourself in it, mm. putting things in your morning routine or your evening or throughout the day mm. or putting things on your phone or, or notes in your laptop. It is immersing yourself in totally. it, isn't it? Which is interesting. So with self-compassion, again, is that the same methodology of doesn't come natural? So mm. if self-belief and self-love are they the same thing are they different are they I mean I think they're different for me mm-hmm. I mean you get more self-belief with more self-love so of course yeah. they are linked but I think self-belief for me is more of a like it's got a different energy to it it's more of a motivational like we can do this yeah, yeah. I can do it I can overcome the challenges yeah. I'm, I'm gonna persist I know it's possible. Whereas self-love really is about how you treat yourself every minute of every day. It's about the decisions you're making. It's about what boundaries you're setting, how you treat your body, what thoughts you attach to, um, how you talk to yourself. Um, So that's how I'd kind of differentiate the two. And if for kind of self-love and self-contentment, if someone's listening now and they're like, I keep seeing all this stuff on Instagram Mm. and my friends are talking about it and like, 
maybe one of my friends talking about it and then the rest of the group are like, she's doing that meditation. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Thing again, but really it is a... Uh self-compassion and it's a and it's a journey of growth to be self-content mm. which is what we all want to be right mm. and so what would you to say to someone who is a bit thinking about it or in a bit of a oh my god who am I what am I doing mm. I don't like who I am right now what is the advice for that person I think really it's just first just knowing that we all feel like that at some yeah. point yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. we've all had those years and decades of just feeling like we're not enough and it's really sad and I think it's kind of going okay look if you've got to the point where even you're acknowledging it and acknowledge I actually don't want to feel like this about myself anymore you're halfway there it's a really empowering place to just say look I've made the I'm making the decision now to feel differently about myself and then really it is about making small changes to your daily routine those are actually the things that will begin the journey for you for example changing the way you start your morning exercising actually looking after your body and watching what you eat like it is this is not about weight loss but you know 90% of our serotonin is produced in our gut so are we eating like nutritious food that's going to feed our like happy hormones, yeah. you know, and eat like things that give us energy? Or are we going to be, you know, and God knows we've all done it, eating shitloads of sugar and booze and, you know, high fats that are actually just draining our energy. And when we don't have energy, when we're tired, we don't like it's it, everything is more difficult like you only need to look at children when they are tired they yeah. are grumpy they are snappy yeah. they are short they are they are like different people and yeah. we are the same and the way we eat and the way we move our body impacts our energy and it impacts how able we are to cope with the day yeah. and then have this inner strength to be able to treat ourselves better to think more positive thoughts yeah. to think more positively about ourselves to be kinder to ourselves yeah. um so making changes to your daily routine and the way you treat your body are, I think, a really great first step. Yeah, I think so. And I think it is that commitment to self that yeah. is really important. And I think, I know something kind of I went through and a lot of my friends and probably you and your friends have been through is you get into a cycle of people-pleasing mm. and you might go out on a Friday and go on a big bender because everyone is and it's all about status and I mm. think it's recognizing again those little hints of 
thing that you do every mm. day that actually benefit you and yourself, mm. which I think is, yeah, I think is great. Um, shall we talk about manifesting? Yeah. Yeah, let's. Yeah. So um, your book is <laughs> incredible. Thank you so it's, much. Um, you talk, I've, I've listened to a few podcasts that you've done and you flagged step two about fear and overcoming fear and that for me really, really resonated. But should we talk about manifestation and what it is because mm-hmm. I think there's a you know it's trending at the minute and mm. it, like with any trend comes the opinion of of some people that it's a fad mm. and actually that it's a thing whereas manifesting is not that is it yeah it's a, you, well you, you tell us no exactly I think you're totally right when something becomes a trend it can kind of devalue it um but basically there's a misconception that manifesting is just a really passive process that it's about thinking about what you want visualizing it and then just waiting for it to happen and um it's completely um misleading because manifesting isn't um about visualization that's actually just the first step Um, actually it's a self-development practice and it's not just about manifesting things into your life although you absolutely can attract things into your life by understanding how to Um, it's about allowing you to become the very best version of yourself that exists and in being the best version of yourself that exists you are able to do and be anything that you want Um, and it's about using the power of your mind to change and create the reality you experience and it's something that I truly live and breathe and it's not something you do as a ritual. It is, um, it's something that, it's a way of living. You you do it 24-7. Manifesting is, so the whole, I've been trying, I've been thinking about it. Manifesting and the law of attraction. And mm. actually, it's not magic. It's, you know, we know it's not. But is there something in it shifts the way you act and what you give out. And so if you're manifesting love, unconditional love or whatever, you then start to believe that this thing is, is this, maybe you're like, stop being so stupid because this is literally what it is. But if I'm manifesting love, for example, or a new job or a shift in my financial situation, Mm. I am physically starting to visualise and feel myself in a situation that I want to be in. Are you therefore giving out a completely different vibe to what you were previously mm. have I got this completely wrong no I think or? definitely look but it also works basically when you're visualizing something that you want regularly your brain um, basically starts to drive you towards that so your subconscious will start um, filtering out unwanted information mm. seeking opportunity that might not have and when you have self-belief, you do behave differently. And you yeah, because yeah. you behave differently, maybe you step outside your comfort zone more. Um, you take risks. You ask for help. You start acting without fear. Yeah. And when you act without fear, of course you're going to drive forward and of course you're going to reach your goal. It's interesting because I have always like, I've been into Jay Shetty and, you know, kind of these heroes for mm. ages. And manifesting is quite new. And so... I've been reading The Law of Attraction and I've read Mm. your book, Manifest, and it's the shift in how it makes you feel. It's almost physical, isn't it? It's Mm. almost like an electric that Mm. just sets you alive a little bit and gives you a bit more... Yeah, it is a way of being. Mm. It's it's really interesting. Um, And it allows you to 
believe that you can be anything that you want to be. You talk there about being your truest self and your best self. What is the truest version of you? What's the what's the best version of, of Roxy Nafusi? Of me personally? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think just the most kind of um, confident and kind version of myself. Yeah. Um, I think that... Um, it's really important to me to be kind to people and to make people feel good when they leave my company and um, to feel better about themselves. But it's also really important to me to be strong and to know my boundaries and to not take shit and to be really in my power. And I think understanding that you can be both for me is really important. You can be kind and strong. And um, also being truly confident in who I am I think you know I'm mostly there there's still a few things I'm working on yeah. um but yeah it's a journey I yeah. think and I think for me this yeah I'm still on the journey but I'm miles <laughs> miles from where I was so I'm fucking thrilled <laughs> do you look back and think Oh my God, 100%. (laughs) Whenever I see people coming in in the morning from an all-night bender, you know, if I'm like on the way to take Wolf to school and you can just see people scurrying into their cabs at 6am, I'm like, thank (laughs) fuck those days are over. It's so interesting, isn't it? But I think, I do, yeah, I think a lot of people live in the same way. And so, yeah, it's it's scary. But um, congrats. Oh, Congrats thanks. on the book because it's <laughs> thank you, lovely. It's fucking amazing. It's Aww. it's honestly it's so good. I mean, it looks great. Bella Hadid's had it in her hand. What it's the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, is yeah. Going on? I honestly, I'm still buzzing about that. And 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 like, thanks for sharing your story because it gives people like me hope. Not Aww, a hope, but yeah, that sounds yeah. a bit pathetic. But well, no, I I hope it gives people hope. No, it and it does, and it's. And it is that, you know, you follow people's journeys and, and you follow them for a long time and you start to think, hang on a minute, we can all have a yeah, we can yeah. all achieve the things that we set out to achieve. So 100%. thank you for Aww. thank you for sharing your journey. Oh. Um I also wanted to shine a bit of light on the journal. Oh thank you. I, I feel like it. people don't get it. It's really hard to explain because it's yeah. there's so much in it, isn't it? Yeah. Um so it's really hard to explain on Instagram what the journal is. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it is. And actually yeah, maybe so. I mean, I hadn't done a journal before, but it's the one thing I loved about it was gratitude, which mm. I never even thought of before mm. and now it's the thing in it's a daily ritual I love it's that. like how the hell have we never ever thought thanks for today like that <laughs> yeah. is madness to me now that it's a now that it's a thing so yeah tell us about the journal the why of the journal how yeah. it came about I know you had a positivity book didn't you before yeah, the journal yeah. and so I really, loads of, actually my followers had been asking me for a journal basically, which is, and as you know, I'm really close with my community. And so they were like, babe, we've just been on a group <laughs> chat and we've all been talking that you need a journal. And I was like, all right then. So I put on my Instagram, like, I want to make a journal. Who wants to collab? And Denise from The Head Plan was like, I've been waiting for this moment. I've put it on my vision board. We've manifested this collaboration. I was like, she, her energy was incredible. And yeah. I heard her personal story and, 
um you know it's like why they started the head plan and if you haven't heard denise on my podcast it's it's the it's really worth listening to um but anyway so we started working together and at first i thought oh i'm just gonna do maybe i'll do something a bit like a notebook you know a journal prompts and then simultaneously at this at the same time wade had just finished um something called the artist way which was like um a journal that was out kind of in the 80s and it's like a three-month program and it was it was mostly for artists and it was this creative like exploration and every day you'd have like tasks and daily rituals and he felt amazing from it and i thought god that's so and i was i was really inspired by it and I thought, well, you know, I can only, I was, I was still coaching. I mean, I still coach a couple of days a month, but, um, I felt like I, I can't coach everyone and I would love yeah. to, but there's only so many times. So how can I bring myself as a coach to the page? Yeah. Um, so we decided to make it basically a three month journal to self-love and empowerment and it starts with these exploratory exercises which I think will benefit everyone um it just takes you in a deep dive inwards really to look at where you've been where you want to go what's currently blocking you um and then you go into the journal which is the 12 weeks and each week you have um, a new coaching exercise. So some are about limiting beliefs, some about self-sabotage, some about the need to be liked. And then every morning and every night you have um, a weekly, uh, daily uh, kind of to-do. So in the morning it's all about self-awareness. You know, how am I feeling physically, emotionally? I think yeah. it's so important for self-love to check in with yourself. Yeah. Uh, you've got space to write a daily mantra, which now you can pick one of the cards from the mantras and write it down um and then in the evening you have the positivity journal which is my favorite practice ever which is about writing down every good thing that happened to you in the day from the minute you woke up to the minute you went to bed and for anyone listening if they wanted to do just one thing that could change their mindset it would be to do that practice um and then there's weekly reviews and you know priorities and things like that so anyway so it's a really full journal um <laughs> but I did it feel great. like having me there like because yeah. that's what I wanted it to feel like yeah it did and it felt it did it felt so guided and so well scripted and thought through and purposeful it was really oh, really beneficial you. honestly it was it was great and I loved just the daily check-in the mm. the time in the morning and in the evening to reflect but in the yeah in the morning the check-in of how do I actually feel today because whenever do you even ask yourself that yeah. and so how can we be self-aware and improve if we don't even know how we're feeling and so that mm. for me was a bit of a light bulb moment of how do I actually feel today yeah, like yeah. Do I need to be at the gym if I'm actually really tired? Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Do I need to do this thing tonight if That's I right. feel a bit crap or like, yeah, yeah, you know? So love that. No, really. I'm like, good. fuck. Actually, I think I need to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I think I need to start it. Actually, this will really help me right now. <laughs> do it again, but I finish mine and I need to get another one because sometimes I'm like, oh, I just need to write it down yeah, in a way yeah. that makes sense and um, yeah, and then the gratitude of an evening again like I would I I walk every morning so I would walk and I did live in the countryside um, a few months ago and just looking out but actually realizing so the night prior you'd write your gratitude journal Mm. the next morning you go out and think 
I need to write about this tonight. And it's, it I makes love it that. like you just realise things yeah, yeah. that you would never before. It, it completely changes and the way your brain focuses its attention. What What is it about gratitude that does that? Because I felt kind of a physical shift of mm. positivity yeah. within. And so what is it about gratitude that switches that on? Well, it's a feeling of appreciation and it's a very high vibrational frequency. So it's um, it will literally shift your vibration and attract more um, high vibrational things back to you, attract more abundance back to you. Yeah. And when you do it regularly, you are essentially training your brain to focus on the good. So you'll start noticing things you wouldn't have noticed before. Um, you change your attention. And when you ch- where your attention goes, you know, energy flows and it's, oh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where energy? No, (laughs) I always, always, always fuck up this. I thought you just said it right. Did I? Where your attention goes? Where your energy goes? Where your energy goes? No, No. where your attention? (laughs) Where energy flows, attention goes. No, fuck. Maybe I did have it right. Fuck. Who knows? Gratitude's awesome. (laughs) No. (laughs) But basically, it's really fucking good. Uh, No, and I'll. Basically, there's also this guy called Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's amazing, amazing. Absolutely love him. And for anyone who's interested in manifesting health, I always recommend listening to him. But he did a study that found that when they, you practice gratitude three times a day, four days in a row, your immune system strengthened by 50%, which shows that gratitude is not just affecting you mentally, Physical, but actually yeah. the way that your cells are behaving. And that, for me, was just mind-blowing. And I was like, it is incredible. So I'm thinking of doing a notebook next a plain one or maybe i should just make a positivity journal just do positivity pages yeah 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 so the final question yeah. i ask everyone on the podcast is what is your version of beauty and by that i mean what is what is the way of being and your identity and what is a surrounding that's kind of beautiful to you not in physical beauty terms but in life and in general so what is your version of beauty I think for me beauty is um like a like something that's calm Mm -hmm. and that feels warm and welcoming and peaceful Mm -hmm. and I think that people can make you feel like that and places can make you feel like that and I think that th- you will meet someone and they will have this warm aura that makes you feel good and h- at home and safe. And that person will be the most beautiful person in the world to you. Yeah. And it's the same with a place. Yeah. It's that place that feels like home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank for you so me. much for having me, lovely. Thanks for being you. Thanks for sharing your story. <laughs> Thanks for the gratitude. Uh, Thanks for the journal. Aww. Thanks for the book. Thanks. <laughs> Just, yeah, thank, thank you, you. So, much. so much. Thank you, lovely. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Manifest is now available in all major bookstores and the journal is available at the Head Plan. I've linked both books in the show notes so you can get your copy now. And I'd love to hear your feedback on both of them. If you like this episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hit subscribe and leave us a review.